0: In December of 2017, my husband and I made a really big decision to make a huge business shift. We were going to go from full-time service providers to full-time course creators instead. Now, for six years, I had been helping clients with their websites, their membership sites, their email campaigns, content creation and marketing, And I was going to release all of my clients to chase this dream of working fully for myself and for no one else. There were a ton of changes that we had to make, but one of the biggest one was in my marketing strategy. As a freelancer and a virtual assistant... I didn't really have to do much marketing. Now you freelancers and virtual assistants out there in my audience are going to know what I'm talking about. I had loyal clients that I'd worked for for years and new clients came to me on a regular basis just through word of mouth from those happy clients. So I didn't really have to do any marketing, but I knew as a course creator, I'd have to get really good at that. And for me, I knew that that meant leveraging an email list, an email list to me, is the number one way to market any online business. It's what I've always learned. It's what I've always done for my clients. It's what I teach my customers to do. Unfortunately, when I made this decision to shift my business into course creation, my email list was pretty cold. I mean, I hadn't emailed them in months, so I had some work to do to bring them back. This is episode number 78 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast and today I'm answering a question that came up recently during a six-figure systems Q&A call and that's how to re-engage a list that's gone cold. Stick around and I'll give you all of my ideas about what you can do if you've been neglecting your email list and now you're ready to get back into the game. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast. A weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thanks for spending a few minutes of your day with me. I appreciate you. If you're new here, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Next week, I'm going to take you behind the scenes and share with you why I don't have and don't want a big team to help me run my business. Some of what I talk about in that episode might ruffle a few feathers, but some of it may just resonate with you and how you want your business to run. It might even make you think differently about what a business is supposed to look like. So I hope you'll tune in. But that is next week. This week is all about reengaging with a cold email list. You'll find the show notes, the transcript, the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 78. And with that out of the way, let's dive into how you can reengage that cold email list. Now, there are a lot of reasons why your email list might be a little bit neglected, and I'm not here to judge you for it or to make you feel guilty for not staying in touch with them. Remember, I was in this same place just a few years ago, so you won't get the side eye from me over neglecting your email list for a bit. What we are here to do, though, is to fix it. And that starts by finding out if it's even worth it to revive that list or if you should simply start over. So the first thing that I want you to do is to ask yourself a few questions. Number one, how many subscribers do you have on that list? If it's only a handful, then it might not be worth it to try to woo them back. Not because they don't want to hear from you and not because they're not interested in what you have to say, but simply because the energy that you spend on a re-engagement campaign might be better spent on promoting your list to new people instead. The second question you should ask yourself is, what's the interest level of your current list? Are they highly interested in your topic and your business model, or are they the wrong audience for you? And I want you to be honest about this because it is much better to have a small but interested list than a large but disinterested one. And there's a lot of reasons why you might have a disinterested list. Maybe as some of my clients have done, you've participated in a few bundles or a few giveaways just to grow your list, but the people who signed up weren't really your target audience. Or maybe your business model has changed like mine did, and you don't know if the people who subscribed before will still be interested. Now, that's the situation that I was in back in 2018 when I was trying to re-engage my list. Many of my subscribers had signed up because they were interested in working with me as a freelancer. When I changed business models, it was hard to know if they'd still want to hear from me as a course creator. So think about why your subscribers signed up for your list in the first place and if you'll be mailing them in the future about the same or a very similar topic. If not, it might be best to simply let them go and start over. Another question to ask is, when is the last time you emailed them? If it's been two or three months, then your list is a little chilly, but by no means is it dead. This is a list that's definitely worth reviving. If it's been six months, they're pretty cold, but if you have a few hundred subscribers and they're mostly interested in your topic, it's probably worth re-engaging with them. If it's been longer than six months, you can still revive that list, but it's going to take a little bit more work on your part to get them engaged with you again. So you have to kind of weigh that along with the other things that we've been talking about. And finally, what was your email frequency before you lost focus? Were you consistent? And for how long? If you were mailing them more than weekly, very consistently for six months or so, this list is ready for you to come back to them. It's ready to be reengaged. It's ready to be revived. They've probably missed you. And you may have even been receiving emails from them asking you where you've been. So that's a really good list for a reengagement campaign. If before you lost focus, you were emailing them twice a month, but you were somewhat consistent and maybe for a shorter period of time, then you'll need to work to get them back, but it's definitely not impossible. If you were infrequently mailing them, you know, you were mailing once and then you ignored them for three months and then you emailed them six times in a week and then not again for four months then it's going to take some work on your part to win them back. But if you follow these re-engagement steps that we are talking about, and if they are still a good fit for your message, then you can definitely do it. Once you've asked yourself these questions and been honest with your answers, and you've determined that it is worth reengaging with your existing list, Then the next thing I want you to do is determine what your intentions are. And this is important because it's much better to remain silent for a little bit longer than it is to try to re-engage a list and then go cold again. So ask yourself, how often can you commit to emailing your list? Will you email them once a week, twice a month, every day? It's not so important what the frequency is, although I'm going to recommend that it is at least once a week. But that's not as critical as just simply making the commitment to be consistent with it. That's more important than how frequently you mail. So if you say to yourself, look, I got a lot going on right now. I can't really commit to mailing them every week or every day even. I just can't take that on, but I can commit to emailing them twice a month. That's fine. Just as long as you can make that commitment, you can make that promise to them that you are not going to go dark again. Remember, it's going to look far worse to start and then stop again than to stay paused while you create your game plan. It's going to help if you brainstorm some topic ideas first. So before you dig in and start emailing people, you might want to create a list of things that you're going to email them about. I have a list of 49 things that you can email your list if you need a kickstart, and I will link to that in the show notes. So make that commitment to yourself, and then it's time to start scheduling the emails. There are three approaches that you can take to re-engaging a cold list, and which one you use is really entirely up to you. But I'll give you my thoughts on each one, and then I'll tell you which one I personally chose when I was reviving my cold list a few years ago. So the options are, number one, you can start emailing again as if you never left. If you've been gone for a short time, chances are good that most of the people on your list won't even notice your absence. We're all super distracted. We don't read every email that lands in our inbox. And even if they did notice that you've been missing for a while, it's really unlikely that they're going to think you're weird or a slacker or whatever. They're most likely going to think something like, oh, I haven't heard from Cindy in a while, and then either open the email to see what's up or not, and it's not going to be a big deal. So this option, I would say, is best if you've been absent for only a short time and your subscribers have a really high interest level. They're going to be glad to have you back, and they're not even going to notice that you were missing in the first place. The second option is to ask them to opt in again. You'll need to create a new freebie that is perfectly in alignment with your current business plans and then send your subscribers the link to opt in. Remember the three rules for lead magnets. It has to be easy to consume, it has to be actionable, and it has to lead your subscribers one step closer to paying you. In other words, solve a problem that they have, and make it clear that you're the person to help them achieve their goals. Now, what happens when you use this method of reengaging with a cold list is you are only going to continue to mail the people who chose to opt in again. So in other words, you're letting everyone else go. You can mail your cold list multiple times with your new freebie offer. But when you get into the swing of emailing every week or every day or twice a month or whatever your frequency is, when you get back into that, that cadence, into that consistent email broadcast system, then you're only going to continue to stay in touch with the people who actually chose to opt in for the new freebie. We're letting everybody else go. And that's okay because they're not that interested anyway. The third option that you have is to email your entire cold list and explain your absence. Let them know what to expect going forward. A lot of email marketers seem to default to this option. They want to apologize for being absent. And I kind of get that, but I think use this option with caution. While it can be beneficial to let your subscribers see your more human side, it can also lean towards sounding a little desperate or maybe even a little whiny. So just be a little careful how you word this kind of apologetic, explanatory email. You're also going to want to let them know how often they can expect to hear from you going forward, what topics you are going to be covering. And this is really best for an interested, but a very cold list. So in other words, people have not heard from you for six months or more, but you know that they're really interested in your topic. Your business model hasn't changed. Maybe they were engaged before and you want to explain this long period of absence and you don't want people to open up your email and think, who the heck is this? And hit the spam button because they think that uh, they never opted in. And that brings me to some gotchas to watch out for when you do re-engage with a cold list because they're not going to act the same way that an active engaged list acts. So some of the things that you need to watch out for is those first few emails, you're going to get a much higher than normal unsubscribe rate. Maybe you get a 0.2% unsubscribe rate right now. You might see your unsubscribe rate or, or maybe you got a 0.2% unsubscribe rate normally when you were emailing prior to going cold with your list, you're going to see that unsubscribe rate jump up to 2 or 3 or 4% in those first few emailings. And this is perfectly normal. Some of your subscribers will have changed focus, and they may no longer be interested in your topic. Some of them will have forgotten who you are, so they'll unsubscribe for that reason you're also going to see a much higher than normal spam complaint. Um, This is normal. Again, some of your subscribers, like I said, will have forgotten who you are and they'll hit the spam button rather than simply unsubscribe. It will return to normal after your first couple of emails. And yes, you're going to get higher bounce rates as well. A bounce is when an email is undeliverable. And there are a lot of different reasons that can happen. There's also a difference between types of bounces, but that's not really relevant here. What's happening when emails bounce though is when you re-engage with a cold list is that simply some of those email addresses are no longer active. People have deleted their addresses, they've changed domains. And a lot of different things can happen and that email address is no longer valid and you're going to see bounces from that. So you might be asking yourself all of these terrible things, these unsubscribes, the spam complaints, the bounce rates, is this going to hurt my reputation as a sender? I know that you know that sender reputation is really important in email marketing and that sender reputation can be impacted by those higher numbers. So it's natural to be asking this. And I would say that it is possible, but it's not likely to happen. What email providers are watching for when they're watching spam complaints and unsubscribe rates and bounce rates, they're looking for things like scraped um, emails or purchased email lists. And those are typically going to have much bigger red flags than your. are re-engagement campaign is going to throw up. So I don't want you to let that fear of of those higher bounce rates or those higher unsubscribe rates. I don't want you to let that fear hold you back from reviving your list. Remember that these higher spam and bounce rates are temporary. They will level off again after the first couple of emails. Are you wondering now which of these three reengagement strategies I chose for my cold list back in 2018? Well I picked number one. I just dove right back in as if I had never left. And I'm still here to tell the tale. And uh, happy to say that my email list is much, much larger than it was back then. So I guess it all turned out okay. But looking back and knowing what I know now, I would probably do it differently. Remember that I said I was changing business models and my list was really cold. I think a better choice for me would have been to create a new freebie and ask my list to opt in again. Now, the end results are the same. The people who were interested in my new direction stayed and those who weren't didn't, and that's all as it should be. But it would have been cleaner to make it clear about the change I was making and probably would have caused less confusion among my subscribers too. So I think I would have done it a little bit differently. But the beauty of this is you get to choose which way you want to go with your cold email list. So if you have a chilly or even a completely abandoned list that you haven't mailed in months, Remember the four questions to ask before you decide to revive it. Ask yourself, how many subscribers do you have, and would it be more efficient to just build from scratch? Ask yourself what their interest level is. If you've changed business models, or if they signed up for something completely different than what you currently offer, it might not be worth it to revive that list. Also, when was the last time you mailed them? Are they really cold or just kind of a little chilly? and how frequently were you staying in touch prior to losing your fork your focus more frequent emails will mean you'll have an easier time reengaging with your subscribers than if you were pretty inconsistent before then if you do decide to reengage with that list you get to choose how to go about it you can simply start emailing them again like i did or you can ask them to opt in for a brand new super, super focused freebie, or you can offer them an explanation if you prefer. The choice really is up to you. But whatever you do, do not let that list stay cold. Either work to revive it or start building something new because your email list really is your biggest and potentially your most profitable business asset. If you want to learn how to leverage your list for higher profits and better engagement, I would love to invite you to join us inside Six Figure Systems. We talk about email marketing a lot and this episode is just one tiny facet of list building, managing and maintaining that thriving email list. You can join us for just $7 for your first seven days and you get full access to the entire program, including all 50 courses and toolkits, hundreds of hours of Q&A calls and workshop recordings, and an invitation to join our upcoming live events too. Just go to tinycourseempire.com forward slash join to get started. And finally, if you're enjoying this episode of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? That helps other people find us. And of course, if you have a friend or a colleague who is struggling with re-engaging their email list, go ahead and send them the link to this episode. You'll find it at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 78. That's it for me today. Have a terrific day, everyone. And I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches. We don't have the big headaches and we don't have the big expenses that come with them.